Welcome to Pivot to Passion, a commentary and podcast on simply living life, getting through challenges and putting one foot in front of the other. My name is Deanna Byrne, and today I'm going to talk a little bit about loss, growing, and boundaries. One of the toughest lessons that I learned this year was losing people and removing people. You see, as we discover our own self-love and define our own boundaries, things begin to change around us. We are no longer the person that we once were. You know, that giver, healer, fixer, the one everybody went to, the one everybody always assumed you'd have the answers, the one that everyone around you assumed would roll in on your white horse to save the day. You're no longer that person. All of those things that you were attracted people that needed something from you. And I know those are hard words to hear because we assume when we give and we care and we open and invest with all of our heart and soul that those around us are genuinely there to help us grow, to hold us up and to help move us forward. The unfortunate reality that I've discovered this year is some are not. When you place your whole life putting everyone first and you have a moment, I like to call them aha moments, where you begin to look deep within yourself. You begin defining who you are, what you need. You eventually hit a breaking point. My breaking point was January 2022. You see, I lost my husband suddenly in January 2020 and went into a subsequent worldwide lockdown and thought I was dealing with my grief and I thought that I was dealing with everything, but the reality was as I was suppressing and burying it because I was in survival mode, as were everyone else around me. We were all trying to survive and grow within a very, very crazy landscape. And that's okay. It's okay to understand and fully recognize that. Every single person had to do what they had to do to survive through that. And that is okay. So this year, when things started opening up again, and people started gathering again, and all of those things began happening again, where people were really trying to get back to what was normal to them, I started discovering things didn't quite feel right anymore. I didn't know what I felt, but I knew deep within my soul that it was the time in my life where it was time to put me first. I found my own place in October 2021, and I I remember when I was unpacking and hanging pictures and putting up ornaments and all of those sorts of things and discovering where I wanted to put the furniture and all of that. It was the first time in my life since my early 20s that it was really all about me. It was all about me finding what I wanted, where I wanted to hang the picture, where I wanted to put the couch, where I wanted to do things. And that subsequent moment started to push me into a place of really discovering who she was, what she wanted. I had a conversation with a friend just a couple of evenings ago, and he asked me, 
what was on my bucket list? And you know what? I didn't know. I said, well, I guess a hot air balloon ride maybe. And oh, I'd love to have a cabin in the woods where I could just run away and get away. But it really got me thinking about really what was on my bucket list. What exactly is it I want in my life? Because I hadn't quite got there yet. But where I had gotten was understanding boundaries. And I want to talk a little bit about those. And we'll get back to the bucket list stuff later on. So boundaries. People have really begun understanding what they what they really truly are. And I'm going to talk about three different types of porous boundaries. This is where I tend to see a lot of people. And this is where I was for many years. Anybody who is sitting within a, a, a center of porous boundaries, they let almost anyone get close to them. They're overly trusting of others, even strangers, and they overshare personal information and they have difficulty saying no to others overly involved in other people's problems and quickly to adopt others' opinions and avoids conflict by giving in to others and does not assert personal values and communicates quite passively, passively. I transitioned into porous from rigid where I was for many years because see, when I was in that helper healer fixer mode, I needed to conserve my own personal energy because I had to have energy to fix everything around me. So I lived within a seat of rigid boundaries. And that is where people tend to keep most people at a distance. They're very untrusting of others. They're very guarded with their own personal information. And they say no to others most of the time and they are detached from other people's problems and they tend to ignore others' opinions. They avoid conflict by pushing others away. They have very inflexible personal values, and they tend to communicate quite aggressively. That is where I sat for many, many years of my life, bouncing back and forth between rigid and porous. 2020 put me into more of a porous boundary situation. Because all of a sudden, I was beginning to open up and I was beginning to really see what my life had been for many years prior and how much I had given to others and not given to myself. And when I started focusing on myself, my own needs, I became known as selfish, vain. I couldn't think for others that are going through their own personal problems. Oh, I was told everything. Then let's transition over into healthy boundaries. This is a really hard place to get. And I'm not saying that you're not going to bounce back and forth through different boundary types. But healthy boundaries, this is where the empowerment comes from. We are selective about whom we let in and keep out. We take time to build trust with other people. We share personal information appropriately. We are able to say no when needed. We support others without being too involved. We value both our own and other people's opinions. We accept conflict as part of normal life. We stand by our own personal values, and but we can adapt to everything around us. And we communicate assertively. Getting to a point where you're living within a state of of Defining and knowing your healthy boundaries is a form of empowerment that I can't stress enough. 
It takes a long time to get there and you have to work through a lot of the noise and a lot of the fog, but you can get there. The past few months for me has been really about defining who I am, what I need and what I want. And as I said earlier in the podcast, people tended to find this selfish that I couldn't see past the end of my nose. The reality was, is I didn't want to. I needed to be able to fully focus on myself to really figure out who she was and what she needed and how she saw her future. There is nothing more terrifying than not being able to see your own future. And I mean that to the depths of my soul. There is nothing more terrifying than having lived your whole life with a vision of of how you saw your future to then seeing complete darkness. You can't breathe. You can't focus. You live in a state of complete unknowing. You are unable to manifest your desires because you simply do not know what they are. When you've really focused many years of your life, especially working within the law of attraction, but you are unable to laser focus your desires, your dreams, and your aspirations, it is a gut-wrenchingly terrifying moment for someone. And that's where I've been for the last few months. I was living in an absolute state of chaos and darkness, knowing I was in there, knowing that I was spinning uncontrollably, knowing that I was unable to focus on the future. And the reason simply being, how can you focus on the future when you can't even focus on the present? So I really started working on my mindfulness. I really started really focusing on today. What do I need today? What do I need in my life right now in this moment? Screw tomorrow. What do I need today? Because the reality is if you don't take care of today and your foundation, there ain't going to be no tomorrow. You need to really, really define who you are as an individual and what you truly need. We are guided by societal programming and we are guided by the how to the how to be, the how to act, the how to foster relationships, the whole it takes a village. And I'm not saying that's not true. I'm not saying that it doesn't take a village. But when you are in the midst of trying to really define and rediscover who you truly are as an individual and as a person and to determine what those individual needs are, it is damn well okay to be selfish. It is okay to step back and cut people off that you love or thought you loved to really figure out who you are as a person. It can be a very dark and lonely time and it can be terrifying. But when you start to see a light at the end of the tunnel, it can be one of the most empowering things that you have ever felt. The past few months, I have cut ties with relationships that I've had in my life for 40 plus years. I have not allowed new people into my life because even though they needed to come in, I didn't have the emotional or physical energy to foster those relationships. And one being a sibling that I had just found out about. It is not something that I was willing to open the door to. And I struggled with that decision. I struggled with, do I out of obligation, even though I knew that the few short weeks we had been communicating were taking every single ounce of emotional energy that I had within me to try to deal with that. 
But the other thing that I realized was that that new relationship was creating such an intense trauma response within me that I couldn't even breathe. So that continued the spiraling. So I needed to make a decision to cut that off. And I needed to make a decision to cut other relationships off because they were no longer healthy for me. Not where I am today and not where I want to go tomorrow. So the reality is when you finally begin to learn the lesson that losing people is okay, it is gut-wrenching and it is hard and it will rip your heart into a million little pieces. You will be angry. You will be sad. You will ask the universe why they brought certain people into your life if they were never meant to go anywhere. You will be angry that you wasted so many years focusing on the what ifs and the obligation. All of these emotions come to the surface and you have to honor those emotions and you have to deal with those emotions. You have to allow yourself the opportunity to grow as a human being. Because when we do that and when we tell ourselves that as long as we are looking down at the ground and not up, we still have a whole lot of living to do. We have a whole lot to give to the world around us, to give to ourselves. I'm going to go back to the bucket list conversation for a minute because I've really been pondering that for a few days since I had that discussion with my friend. And I started thinking about my bucket list and we tend to look at a bucket list like big things like, you know, having a bagel in Paris or, you know, a river cruise through fjords or whatever. But the reality is a bucket list can be so little. It can be minor little things that you didn't see as big before that become big to you today. That is what a bucket list is. And it hit me that we should really never define a bucket list as something that we continue and check off before we die. It should be an ongoing thing of what we can and want to do to nourish our soul, to make us happy. So what if we looked at the bucket list like an ongoing fuel to catapult us forward, to not necessarily look at our life as figuring out who we want to be and working towards becoming that best person. What if we, what if we changed our mindset somewhat and just simply focused on being the absolute most amazing person we could be today by honoring that person within us, by truly discovering our truest and most authentic self, by connecting with people that simply make us smile with no expectation in return by eliminating people that don't. You see, it is truly okay to be selfish. (laughs) And I know we don't hear that very often. It is truly okay to find what makes you feel amazing inside. It is truly okay to honor and practice self-love. And it is really okay to define and honor your healthy boundaries. 
Living in a rigid state of boundaries is energetically depleting. Living in a porous state of boundaries is also energetically depleting. It takes energy to cut people off, to hold people out, to build those walls that we tend to build around us to protect us for self-preservation. But it also takes a lot of energy to keep letting things in. Find your healthy boundaries. Define those. What works for you? But also understanding that in this process, you're going to lose people. You're going to lose people who you thought were your people, who you thought were your tribe, and who you thought were your future. You're going to lose people because who you are becoming is not who you were yesterday. You're going to lose people simply because they no longer vibrate at a frequency that you vibrate. But understanding that all of that is okay. Because when we remove people in situations from our lives and we heal from that trauma, we allow room for new. We allow room for happiness, for contentment, for self-commitment, for self-love. We allow the world to then spin around us at a rate that we now spin ourselves. If the last couple of years hasn't taught us everything is only here for a moment, we need to step back and reevaluate. Tomorrow was never promised. Yesterday is history. We need to learn to define what today means for us. Rebalance the foundation within today. Figure out what your healthy boundaries are and really discover who you really are. Because I can promise you something, and I mean this from the depths of my soul, and I want you to stop for a moment and really listen to these words. The part of you that you don't like has carried you through some of the darkest times in your life. That person held you up when you didn't know how you were going to get through today and you couldn't see tomorrow. You need to thank that person. You need to integrate that person with who you are becoming and connect and honor the power of those two people within one. Define your healthy boundaries. And again, I'm going to quickly recap. Selective about who you let in and out. Taking time to build trust with others. Sharing little personal information and appropriately. Learn to say no. And supports others without becoming too involved. And value your own and other people's opinions. And accepting conflict as a normal way of life. Define and stand by your own personal values, but adapt to changes around you and communicate assertively. You can become the most incredible human being that you want to be by letting go of yesterday and discovering tomorrow while honoring and breathing within today. Thank you so much for joining me for today's podcast. I hope you got something from it and stay tuned for more content coming down the pipes. Have a great day.